Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association and LMC, we are going to continue our discussion with Shane Sewell, president of ProTech Panel and Trust in Bremen, Indiana. On this episode, we're going to look at some of the products that ProTech sells beyond the traditional roof and floor trusses. Shane, welcome back to the podcast. It's a pleasure, Sean, to, to be here and continue to kind of talk about the future of our industry and some of the things that are, are just exciting that uh, we can attack as an industry. Excellent. Yeah, I thought we had a, a really good start to our conversation. I mean, in our last episode, we talked about you know, your journey in taking leadership of ProTech Panel and Trust. I want to de- d- uh, dive deeper into your experience selling some of the products that you do into your market. And I want to start with wall panels. Can you talk a little bit about how you have made that particular product successful in your market? Yes, um, I'd love to. And, you know, I've been in uh, my market for years in this industry for for over 20 years. And selling wall panels until the last couple of years has been very, very difficult, especially in the residential side of things. Um, historically, the the framers were your biggest obstacle because they saw it as taking work from them. Then they use things like it's less quality. They won't give cost breaks. And then kind of a blessing, I believe, for for our industry, it's a double-edged sword, but the blessing piece of the labor shortage is just the ability for components to really help out and, you know, have a framing crew be able to do more. But that still did not make it easy to get the same framers that have been, you know, framing for, for years and years to try something that, that they fought against, you know, since they started. So we took a different approach where instead of selling to, you know, our customer, the one writing the checks, we were selling to the framers, you know, just saying, Hey, what are some of your biggest issues? And, you know, it's pretty consistent hiring new people, getting enough on the crew, having, having to say no to too many people as far as being able to, to frame the house. And so I would bring up wall panels and, you know, it'd be nice in, in theory, if they actually worked, you know, the, the normal stuff that you would hear, then I would come out to them and say, you know, well, what if we just donated the panelization side of this for you to give it a try? And it's really tough to say no to free. So, yeah. um, you know, they said, you know, I, we can try that. And of course the customer's like, you know, I don't have any, you know, issue with that. I really, I really didn't run into any customers that were like, I don't want panels for, for any other reason other than price. And they're like, if it makes my framer happy, that's great. So, you know, we invested, which at the end of the day, that investment is pretty small. If you can get a framer and a customer hooked on panels, first job we'll get for free. We came out, we actually helped them set the panels. And then we looked at the labor study after the fact and said, okay, how many hours did you save? Help them do the math and put a dollar amount to it. So it's like, okay, on this house, you, you set all the walls and floor in a day and a half. And normally that'd be three. So that's, you know, it's about a four to $5,000 savings. What happens if you would do that and then give a $2,000, $3,000 break and you end up ahead. And then, so it's that whole conversation of just getting to know that framer and, and, and also just understand, you know, don't, don't try to argue with them. You know, if they say, Hey, when these come out, they, 
you know, I need to, you know, tie the wall together to the floor system. The worst thing you can do is say, it's not that big of a deal. The sheeting doesn't need to overlap. You work with them and, and, you know, every framer we have, we, we keep, um, um, what we call builder specs and we design every panel package different for the, the framer that likes to put them up. And, you know, some of them don't have the bottom sheet so they can tie it together. Some of them, you know, they don't want corners on the front of their, um, their garage walls because they want to do the whole portal frame themselves. So really just listening, following up, being proactive with your communication, and then showing them how they can make more money has really allowed us to fill our lineup with residential panels, which in this, in this area here, I never thought was possible. And then ultimately it eliminates um, some competition as well. So uh, not everyone can do wall panels and not everyone, every one of them can do it well. So it's, it's really back one of the cornerstones to our initial growth and success. So should I, I want to unpackage that just a little bit, because I, I mean, clearly the biggest typical obstacle to wall panels in any market is dollars, right? It all comes down to if the project's going to cost a lot more money, builder's not going to go with it. And most of the time it's because for manufacturing wall panels, you have to have the labor and overhead in there. And so it is going to make it more expensive than a bunk of lumber delivered to the job site. So your approach to sort of converting framers by offering, you know, sort of the, the first package is free kind of thing. Uh, I mean, that resonates from a dollar's perspective. But you also said that you you go out there and you work with the crews themselves. Talk a little bit about why that's important. Why is it important for the component manufacturer not only to, you know, figure out the dollar piece for the framer? And, and I want to get into the time study for a second. But why is it important to go out there and actually work with the framer on the installation of those panels the first couple of times? So that, um, that's a, that's a great question. And one of the, one of the reasons that we do that and has made us successful is, is really a lot of framers are not used to the support from a component plant. They're used to, um, not having a lot of conversation with them, but the component plant just wants to know when you want to ship them. And then they just drop a bunch of stuff on the site. And hopefully you have a layout there and they say, good luck. And with panels, for it to be efficient in the field, it takes a lot of communication. Like, where do you want to stage this? Where do you want to stage it? Like, you can't look at it and spend the first half of the day scratching your head where to put the first piece. So really talking through that, that side of it, because we want that first package to go up efficiently because that's what we're basing our time studies off of. So many uh, panel sales jobs have, have just got stuck in the mud because component uh, plant did not help the framers and, and say, okay, here's the first panel. This is how we do our layouts. You grab this and get it going. So they end up scratching their head and then say, well, I really didn't see a savings. I mean, you know, in my 20 plus year career, you know, supplying panels that you know, we did not send someone out and did not help them. The, the most common answer was it really didn't help us go that much faster, which at the end of the day is just, it's not true unless that learning curve is built into that first job, which we try to take that away. And then just that, you know, them knowing that we're going to listen and we're going to be there helps them feel more comfortable as well. And then as, as part of that crew are also our panel leads that do it in the factory so they can answer questions. And if there's any issues, they're talking directly to the people that build them. And just that chemistry really um, starts to build that foundation uh, of trust that's needed to really get the, the panelized solution moving forward. 
Well, ultimately, I think that's a key word, right? The trust, building that trust with the framing contractor who, at the end of the day, he's running his own business, right? He's trying to be profitable and make sure that his guys are uh, all being productive, efficient, and uh, ultimately, they're they're fulfilling their contracts at or above expectations, right? Yep. Yep. And it's um, the framers are very, very valuable, and there's less and less of them. So they can be successful just showing up to jobs. So it's it's not the easiest sale to, to help them figure out a way to change what the, is already working for them and ultimately show them that they can do things differently and better. But it's all about the approach, even more so than the actual product that hits the site. Well, and you said you also do a, a time study on that first project so that you can you can come back to the framer with actual numbers of like, yeah, so... They kind of know how it felt on the job site. They sort of have a, a sense for how it went, but you actually come back with them with numbers and dollars so that they can do the math in black and white, right? Yeah, and that's that's a very key part because at the end of the day for this to work, it's not likely you're going to sell the packages if the labor in the field plus the panelized package costs a lot more than um, just a stick frame package. So uh, mm-hmm. the equation is is ultimately material use, shop labor, delivery, then field labor, kind of adding those all together, and then ultimately just to compare the whole entire package price. So the field labor has to be more efficient and pass some of that savings off to their uh, the builder customer for it to make sense. And the only way to do that is really help them along and calculate the numbers right alongside them after you've already donated the package. So it's kind of like for a relationship to work, you know, two parties have to meet at the 50-yard line. We want to be the first one to sprint to the 50-yard line and invite the framers to us uh, from the other side and just say, hey, look, there's a better way to do this. And you can make more money, say no less to builders. And, and ultimately, it's just a lot easier to grab a panel off of a stack and put it into place than to stare at a blueprint, look for ROs, you know, try to talk to the window. You know, there's just a whole lot of variables you can cut out and get that that whole process working. Well, you just mentioned windows. So I'm, I'm curious about that. You, you want to start installing windows into your wall panels, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think that's um, part of the package as well. And again, you know, our sales um, method and approach is a little different. And we kind of pull from the field and then make our um, sales and marketing plan around that. And one of the biggest, even with panelized walls and floor cassettes, uh, one of the biggest issues that people are dealing with is um, installing windows because most of the time the windows aren't there by the time the framer's done. So they have to come back or a window crew has to come back and then more than half of the cost of installing windows is just mobilization of the crews and the, and the lifts. And it's just a big pain for, for framers and for customers. So if the windows can be installed in the package coming out, I, I, I believe it makes for a better install in factory conditions and solves a giant headache that if we get to that point where we're able um, to do that, it's going to allow us to have a lot more sales and add more value to the product. So uh, we've seen couple other companies toured their plant that have successfully done this because when I first thought about this, I was like, there's no way you can never put windows and panels. They'll break. It's liability nightmare. So when I heard that there were a couple people doing and I went and checked the plants out and it was a pretty impressive process. I mean, so they do the exact same thing that we do 
and other panel plants, except they make the panels up to 24 foot long, which means left, less seams. Then at the end of their line, they put a hydraulic lift in that lifts the panel up vertical. Then they mm-hmm. install the windows and then sometimes the house wrap, depending on the job. And they do a great job. The windows are right at front, right in front of the installer. They don't have to bend down. They don't have to be on a ladder. They can do it per the manufacturer spec. And then once those are installed, they have a crane that lifts it up and then into a box, enclosed box trailer with the top off. And so they stand vertically and then they have spacers in between the panels. And so the, the panels never lay horizontally. They're always vertically and then they go out to the site and then they're craned right into place. And I thought it was a pretty slick couple operations that we checked out and and the gap to do what we're from what we're doing now to being able to offer that is not as large um, of an investment as what I initially thought. So I'm sure we'll be doing that in the the coming years. So Shane, there's a couple of things that I just want to unpack that you just shared, because I think they're pretty key is, is one, taking that next step to adding additional value into your wall panels, like installing windows, which I'd imagine brings value from everything from all the logistics that you talked about. So labor savings, efficiency, but also I'd imagine safety for the installation of windows on second floors or when you have a a steep elevation on a side or something like that, where it's like, yeah, you got to install this window standing on a ladder or whatever it is. I mean, so there's a lot of framer pain points that you're addressing by doing this, correct? Yeah. I mean, that again, it's wasn't necessarily my idea as much as it was consistently the question, hey, can you install our windows? And, mm. you know, we do install some windows and panels in the field with our field crews, and it's just a pain in the neck. So it's it's just looking at it and saying, how can we solve this issue, but be more efficient and serve our framers? And it's a no-brainer when we're able to install the windows that the framers, they just love us. It's one less thing they have to deal with, and they can move on to the next one. And safety, that's a big thing, like on um, two-story windows, two-story houses with with windows on ladders, and you, you almost have to have a lift. And I see some people, you know, walking up ladders with these, you know, couple hundred pound windows, and it scares the daylights out of me. So safety is another big, big portion as well. So I, I think there's a better way to do it, more efficient, more safe, and ultimately a better solution for, for our homes that we want to be part of. So real quick, hopefully um, the listener has has uh, figured out by now your perspective is very focused on uh, the labor, the field labor. You know, what are their needs? What are their pain points? How do you address that in such a way where they can make more money, be more efficient, be more safe? But that ultimately leads to you having greater success. Talk about floor panels. Um, that's a, a product that is not very widely uh, distributed uh, in the country, but that's something that you're looking into. What how do floor panels fit into that mentality? So, yes, I mean, everything we do, um, it's part of our, um, just our, our mission in general is to, to focus on field lean because that's the, the commodity that's the hardest to come by that's shrinking. So with always thinking that in mind, the whole idea of trying to get more done with the same framing crew, I think is, should be a goal for our entire industry. So Our part of that is floor cassettes make a lot of sense because we're already building the floor trusses or supplying the, the iJoyce packages. And we already know how to, I mean, the design's already in our system. So it's, it's very simple to be able to create floor cassette drawings and engineering to build in our shop with people that normally do it. So we've done that successfully and put them on a trailer and then they go out to the job site. And then essentially you, 
uh, depending on the size of the house, but let's say it's a two-story, decent-sized house, you could set, um, you know, wall floor trusses, wall panels, floor trusses, and wall panels in a day. And depending on the house, sometimes the roof trusses as well. So instead of that taking two weeks, if you can get that done in a day and a half, just the cost of field labor and, and the the rates that uh, framers have to pay to get qualified um, labor in the field, the wage and experiences is almost half of what it is in the field. So when you're starting to, to cut out a week or two weeks out of a frame schedule, it makes sense, you know, not only for the project, but also from a dollar standpoint as well. So we found that just putting, marrying those together, getting the whole house up very quickly, spending a little more money on a crane or a lift, and that framer can do two and a half houses to the one they did without it. Well, Shane, thank you so much for being on this podcast. No problem. I, you know, this is what I do. I talk about every day. So it's, it's a, it's a pleasure to be able to talk about it with you and, and the rest of the industry. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also consider subscribing to SPCA's component connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. Again, I'd like to thank LMC for connecting Shane and I for this podcast. On our next episode, Shane and I are going to explore their efforts to further diversify their products and services and how they're improving their manufacturing process. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.